Hey, glow friend. My name is Angelique Velez. I am the CEO and founder of Breakups to Makeup, and you are listening to the Hey, Glow Friend podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. If this episode is of any value to you, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend as that is the only way I'm going to be able to spread the word about the podcast. So thank you so much in advance. And if you've been if you've been following me, you already know that I am having a contest um, in order for a chance to win. All you have to do is leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast and you um, have a chance to win a super cute Hey Glow Friend tote. So welcome back, everyone. In full transparency, I cannot find my headphones, so I am recording this. Um, so I hope there's not a lot of background noise. Uh, I'm, I'm very transparent about what's going on, especially for those of you that have reached out and um, have been enjoying the podcast and you've been telling me that you want to start one on your own. I'm literally recording on my iPhone. I usually record with my iPhone headphones. I hope I'm saying that right, right but the white ones with the little microphone in them. I also have a microphone as well. So when you listen to the interviews, so the, the, actually the episode that's coming out today, that was recorded with the microphone that I have. Uh, but normally if you just hear me talking, it's me with my iPhone headphones. So I also have the pods, but I don't think they work as well because they don't have the little microphone in them, but I haven't tried them yet. So when I do try those with the recording on the podcast, I will let you know. But for today, it's just on my phone, no headphones. So if the, audio is weird that is why but I want the show to continue of course I don't know where the heck my headphones are it's so weird but anyway, so today I have a special treat for you guys. If you've been following on social, you know that we had our very first FAM, what we called an anti-opportunity event. So normally, especially within the world of MLMs, um, opportunity events are usually events where you're trying to like recruit or um, get more team members or show people uh, the opportunity, basically what like what you're involved in. And with the fam, with Melissa and Bethany and I, we've been doing everything differently, <laughs> if that makes sense. So we, um, we're like, it's like the anti-opportunity event. So we're not salespeople. Of course, you're going to hear all this in the background. We're not salespeople and we're not here to sell you anything. And I'm very transparent. Like the opportunity may be for you. It may not be for you. And that's okay either way. The reason why I want to put this on the podcast is because these amazing women came and shared their stories. And I think it is so important if you've been listening, then you know I preach this all the time. Telling your story is so important. Even if you feel like people um, are not interested or that your story isn't interesting, I promise you, you are wrong. People are interested and your story is interesting. It will resonate with someone. And each of these women, um, there were four. So it's Bethany, Melissa, Charlene, and um, Kira all shared their stories and they're all different. So you'll be able to hear like the different formats that they gave and, and how they shared and 
they're so different. So whether you are interested in the opportunity or not, I want you to continue listening. So that way you can see how these women share their stories and hopefully it inspires you to start sharing your own. And sharing your own story honestly can can be writing a post. It could be going on a live. It could be making a reel. It could be breaking your story into what I call chapters and sharing it throughout the month, whatever that looks like for you. But I think one of the things that we have to all start doing is being more vulnerable. And Charlene talked about that in her well, when she um, told her story. But that vulnerability is something that is going to resonate with others and believe it or not your story is going to inspire others it's so important so please share your story and if you have any questions about that on how to do it reach out to me i have certain ways that i i like to break my story up into different chapters as well Um, So there are different formats, but I don't want to boggle you down with that right now because I feel like the most important thing is to just share your story. Just do that. Um, So I hope these inspire you. I know that they will. They inspired me and enjoy. If you have any questions at at all, you know where to find me. Come on over to the Hey Glowfriend Facebook group to continue the conversation. And until next time, Glowfriends, when I shine, you shine, we shine together. Bye. it's now streaming hello everyone welcome to the fams first ever we've titled this anti-opportunity event so if you're wondering what that means (laughs) uh, if you've ever heard of a traditional opportunity event it usually is to kind of explain about um a different like an MLM type of company and and joining forces and joining in but we are not that if I could say that guys just frankly that is just not us and not our style and I don't even consider Lime Life an MLM so we're just gonna and we're not salesy either so we're just here to tell you our stories tell you what brought us into the Lime Life family and what we call endearingly our fam and we are hosting this event and we have some special guest speakers with us as well well so i know um we have over here on my side over here melissa <laughs> bethany and myself who are the fam bam and Kiera, who is also part of the fam and then we have a special guest charlene who's coming in to talk about her story who's like an og i'm gonna just call call you a og beauty guide because you've been here from the beginning and i can't wait to get to that in a second and y'all, I'm actually, I'm seeing this. So I'm super excited. I've done one opportunity event before prior to this one. Um, so I, I kind of know how they work a bit, but we're switching it up anyway. Because in all honesty, I feel like when people hear opportunity events, they it's awkward. First of all, it's like an awkward thing. And they think they're going to be sold to. And like I said before, that is not us. And if you read my post, actually, when I was promoting the event, I wrote in there, this opportunity may not be for you. It on it may not be. It's not for everyone. And that's okay. But if it is, and you come and listen to our stories, you're going to see how it's changed our lives and why we're here and why we've stayed here for so long and how we've actually intertwined it within our own lives. Because that's what it's all about. So 
we're going to get the party started. So Facebook, we're going to be with you probably for another five, maybe 10 minutes, and then we're going to hop off. But Melissa is going to put the link inside. I was going to say in the show notes. Oh my gosh. I am so used to saying <laughs> inside the okay. comment section below mm -hmm. and you can come on into our zoom room with us and Honestly, like I just said, no pressure at all. We're just telling our stories. And I actually, I tell my students this all the time, you guys, telling your story is one of the most important, it is actually the most important thing when it comes to trying to sell your brand, like yourself as a person, as an artist. So even if you just want to come in and see how we storytell and how we explain our stories, because all, yes. all of us are different with that and all of us have a different story. So even if you just want to come join and just listen in on that, you are totally invited. Come on in. All that's right. a great point. I didn't even think about that. Like that's, yeah. that's, it's definitely an art to being able to tell your story. And then, so now I get to listen to everybody else's. So this is kind of cool. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. So actually Bethany, I'm going to start with you. How, oh, okay. Is that, okay. How does yeah, that sound? Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to literally have everyone just kind of introduce themselves. Uh, tell us how long you've been a makeup artist, what you specialize in. And then how long you've been in line life and we'll stop there. And then we'll go after we do all that around the room, then we'll hop off Facebook and get into the nitty gritty. All right. Nitty gritty. <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm Bethany Towns. I am a professional makeup artist living in New Jersey and um, primarily working in TV and film. I've been a makeup artist for 15, 14 years now, 14 years. And um been with Lime Life for six months. Count November, December. Yeah, something something like that. Six, seven months. Been six months already. Right? The time has gone by so fast. I'm like oh, yeah. yeah, it's almost my my half year anniversary already. It's go it is going by fast though. Um I've enjoyed every minute of it, but because of work trying to balance, I'm learning that that struggle being able to balance both. So we'll, we'll get to talk about that a little bit more as we go into the story. I Was can't that all the dive into that. Yes. And honestly, if I could just piggyback, yeah. first of all, Bethany is an icon within our industry. So she, oh, she no, failed no. to mention that part. Um, yeah. And she specializes in so many different things, but I feel like right now it's more TV and film, if I'm okay to say that. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I adore you, Bethany, but the one thing like with your saying the balance part, it's so funny because when we were, you know, getting the fam together and getting everything together, a lot of us, we weren't working like work yeah. was just not there because it wasn't present. And then yeah. all of a sudden, be careful with what you ask for because it started pouring in and now you're like, okay, so I have to balance these two things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to talk about that a little bit more. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Melissa. Yes. <laughs> Same question. Same question. So hi, everyone. I am Melissa Colazzo. I am a professional makeup artist. Uh, I've been doing this thing, sort of stair-stepping it a little bit since 2011. Uh, 2011 is when I really decided that I wanted to be a makeup artist by any means necessary. And then it sort of became from like tiptoeing in to part-timing to now full-timing so um but i've been a hobbyist and a makeup lover 
since I could hold a makeup brush. Uh, so uh, I am based in a little town called Odenton, Maryland. It's midway between DC and Baltimore, which is my primary market. And I do, I, I would say I specialize in beauty as it relates to bridal and as well as educating the everyday woman. I like to say I work with eager women who are eager to elevate the way that they look in a way that feels authentic. So I am my ideal client when it comes to that side of things. I'm a mother of two. Um, uh, my kids are seven and five and I am constantly putting myself last. Um, so it's nice to be able to pour into women just like myself who are looking for ways and opportunities to make themselves feel good um, in a way that is aligned with whatever their beauty goals are. So that's me. Oh, I love, oh, Melissa, I love it. That was so That was such cool. a great intro. Yes, that was so good. Um, I would love to kind of touch upon one thing that you did mention that I feel like is worth mentioning. So you said that your ideal client is you. So a light bulb moment for everyone out there, whether you are a makeup artist, entrepreneur, whatever your jam is, more times than not, your ideal client is actually you. So someone that's just like you. <laughs> so if you're trying to search for that ideal client and who to connect with, think about either, I always say, I don't, Melissa, you could correct me if I'm wrong if you do this yourself, but I, I just kind of talked to like myself maybe five years ago and that's kind of where I'm at right there. Even like with my makeup techniques, I'll think about like how I was or things that I used to struggle with and that's what I kind of focus on when I'm teaching people things as well. So I just wanted to say that. Um, anything else you want to add, Melissa? Um, I mean, aside from what I shared about the women that I love to sort of guide through the steps of makeup artistry, you know, I love to take my experiences in working in the bridal suite, in New York Fashion Week, in, you know, whether it's, you know, commercial work things like that and be able, I love to be able to translate those techniques to everyday women so that they can feel empowered by their routine, um, but also take these pro techniques and make them minimal, duplicatable. I love a quick 10 minute or less face. Um, and I feel like that is relatable to a lot of women. So um, yes, do I love, you know, working backstage at New York Fashion Week with people like the amazing Bethany Towns? I absolutely do. And I cannot wait till we're able to do that freely again. Uh, but in the meantime, this has been such a wonderful wheelhouse and a place of real big growth. So um, I'm excited to talk about specifically about that opportunity as well. And just, you know, I'm sure a lot of other makeup artists and non-makeup artists out there can relate to, to that feeling. So yeah, yeah. more to come. And I'm so, did you say how long you've been with Lime Life? Did I miss it? I did not. Oh my gosh. Yes. Sorry. So I joined Lime Life sort of reluctantly back in August of 2019. Um, it was, it, I mean, I'll get more into my story as we uh, move further, but at the time it was just going to be something I was going to do kind of on the side occasionally just to see. Um, and then COVID hit and everything changed. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's been, I'll be hitting two years in August. I can't wait to get into that. Yeah. All right. All right, Kira, you are up, my dear. Hey, um, so as I, as she said, I'm here. So you might hear my son in the background or him make a cameo. <laughs> um, but I've been with Lime Life since uh, 2015. 
2014 or 2015, back when it was still actually called Limelight. But then it went global and they had to change everything. Um, I got started because I was with a makeup artist then trying to learn um, the process and techniques of becoming a professional makeup artist. Um, I did some, some bridal work with her, um, but makeup ended up being part-time for me all the time. And so it wasn't until I started my private practice in mental health where um, an idea that was kind of birthed about 10 years ago started to come to fruition where I wanted to take mental health and makeup and combine them together. So um, that's where I'm going. Um, but I usually say that I'm a freelance makeup artist because I feel I haven't done any professional work and things like that. But I have done a bit of bridal. Um, and like Melissa said, you know, um, I'm a mom of two and the struggle is real sometimes and makeup is therapy for me. <laughs> I love it. And I can totally relate a hundred percent. Your son is adorable in the background. He's so good because if we all know Braylon, he would be right here talking like in the conversation. So I love that he came in and danced and then ran right out and he's like, all right, mom, bye. Um, but I would love one thing that you said, Kira, um, I'm sorry, but bridal is one of the toughest clients to deal with. So you need to give yourself a little bit more credit, girl. I'm, I'm just saying, um, Absolutely you are a professional makeup artist, okay? <laughs> like, I will co-sign on that one. We teach that in every class. The bridal industry is the toughest one to be able to, you hit, you do all the things that you would do in every other industry all at one time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no joke. Right. <laughs> but one thing for you, with you that I know specifically, I can't wait to talk about. Once again, like with Charlene as well, once we get to her, you guys have been here for a while. So I can't wait to talk to see, hear about like what your journey has been with it and how it's been going and what made you stay, stay for so long. So I can't wait to get into all of that. All right, Charlene. So I have to say Charlene is outside of the fam, technically, but we, we got you in here, girl. I'm so excited to have you here talking with us. Um, but I would love to hear from you. Okay, I'm Charlene Janty. I've been a makeup artist now for about eight years, entering like my ninth year. I have been with Lime Life now, entering my seventh year. So I will definitely get into the story because I was one of the like first 50 people <laughs> that they had um, joined the company. So yeah, so I would love to tell you how and why I got on board as a, I think I was probably a year and a half in as a makeup artist and then joined Lime Life. So for me, I'm from Brooklyn. I am an educator at heart. I've actually been in education for about 17 years, going into 17 years. I've taught, I've done, you know, educational programming, all of those things. And now I actually hire all the staff from my school um, and I'm doing my makeup artistry. So I've kind of been balancing both worlds for a very long time. In the last couple of years, I decided to leave teaching because I'm trying to pursue my career now as a full-time artist and consult with schools part-time. So flipping the script is what I would like to do. So I'm working towards doing that. And one of the ways I did that was like actually leave teaching, get a nine to five so I can incorporate my line life business, my beauty business. So I've been working on juggling both things and then I branded myself about two years ago as the beauty teacher and that's when things just went the stars the lines all of the things came together 
once the branding kind of solidified in my brain, and I'd love to share more with you guys when we get to the stories of like how I was able to get to that place. And I'm super excited to get there and talk to you guys about how honestly Limelight played a big part in me changing my trajectory, so. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Um, just one more thing, Charlene, can you disclose how many members you have on your team, if you don't mind saying? Yeah, no, right now I have about seven awesome women, actually not all women, uh, six women and one guy on my team. Um, yeah, and it has not been easy to always um, get people to understand what we're trying to do. Um, and I'm excited to learn from you guys and like your team stuff. And, um, but yeah, so I have about like seven people on my team right now. That's me. I wanted, I wanted you to say that cause that's huge. You've been building this for so long. I feel like, and I feel like you're at a point now, like you said, when you started branding, now you have those seven people. So I, I think that was just something that I wanted to kind of celebrate with you. Cause I Thank think you. that's huge. So huge. Yay. Um, all right, so we're gonna stay on Facebook a little bit longer. So I actually wanna, actually, if you guys don't mind, I'll just tell my, not my story, but I'll introduce myself for those that don't know me. Uh, but my name is Angelique Velez. I am a makeup artist. I've been a makeup artist for over 15 years now, which is insane to say out loud. It's crazy. I love the journey. I've dabbled in everything from everything that you can think of, honestly, beginning in retail and bridal work, all the way down fashion, film, TV, private clients, celebrity, everything. I've dabbled in literally everything and I love it. Um, I've also been an educator, a makeup educate makeup artist educator. Um you taught me, by the way. I just oh, yes. say when I went to beauty school and I was like, I'm gonna be a professional makeup artist. <laughs> she was my teacher. Oh, I it's so my journey's been so long it feels like it's crazy <laughs> like and then we came back to each other you had me come into your school to talk to your students like it always comes back it always comes back but I I love that's one thing and I'm glad you said that Charlene because that's one thing that I really love about our industry you can take it wherever you want it to go and it's the same thing with Lime Life there is no cookie cutter method when you hear each of these stories you're going to see that it's so different for everyone and there's not one way to do it but it does incorporate somehow in all of our lives professionally but most importantly personally and i know for me that's been a big thing i rely and i'm just pointing this because i have bethany and melissa on either side of me i rely on them so much like they like the other day melissa and i were talking she knew i was like not myself and she's like okay just stop what's going on like just tell me and that's how we are it's we're more than just a team. We really are fam. Oh, Melissa, I'm getting teary-eyed already. We really are a family. We're, we're a fam. And it's not just makeup. It's not just selling a product. It's not even honestly about that most of the time. It really is being there for one another, empowering and uplifting one another. And this was a piece of my life that I didn't know I was missing. It was like a little puzzle piece, you know, and it came together. And then it, we even took it to the next extent. When we started, we're going to, we were like, we're going to build something. We don't know what that something is. We don't know what we're going to call it, but we wanted to be like, not focusing on makeup artists, but definitely like women of color, makeup artists, like all of that encompassed and somehow do something for, for, for our community. So what are we going to do? And since then, whew, it's been an awesome journey. So I know I just went off on a tangent. I will stop myself now. If you guys know me, you know, I always do that, but I will reel it back. 
So I want to go great. in. It was great. It was okay, great. Okay, good. Do you actually, <laughs> Melissa, Bethany, do you have anything else you want to add to my little tangent <laughs> before we get into the storytelling? No, I mean, I think you hit, uh, you hit it right. I, like you said it so perfectly. This was, was not a planned thing. It just kind of happened where we all came together and we have all had the same thought processes about empowering women and um, sharing our knowledge and coming together and building community. That's just part of who we are. So it was, it was almost natural how we came together and we're like, oh, we, we need to really focus on this and 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 share it as, as wide as we possibly can. And the best way to do that is to come together, so. Absolutely, right. And the big thing with that too, sorry, Melissa, I just wanted to say one more thing. We were, we, we were like, why aren't more makeup artists doing this? And Charlene, yeah. I know we've had this conversation. It's like, I just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's why when we came together, we we're like, all right, so we're gonna like tell things and, and teach things and show things because there's something here that people are missing. <laughs> and that was a major part of it too. Yeah. Melissa, do you have anything to add? No, that was perfect. That was perfect. I mean, I, I, the only thing I can do is speak from my experience and I, in a never in a million years would have ever thought I would be in this place, in this position, <laughs> working with two, as particularly, you know, Angelique and Bethany, especially, but like all of these women, um, but people who I admire, I mean, Charlene, just like Angelique was your teacher, Bethany was mine. <laughs> and now she's on my downline. Like what world, in what world, in what world is yeah. this possible? Um, but it, it, we do approach it with such a sense of collaboration. Um, we don't look up or down. We look across and we embrace and um, which is kind of the inspiration behind our team name, which is the FAM, the Fellowship Among Makeup Artists or Fellowship Among Makeup Mavens. If you're not a makeup artist, you can still be here and soak up all the goodness from these amazing people and um, what this not just the collective, but you know, the entire company has to offer. And it becomes a situation where, um, why are we holding on to this secret? You know, why is this, why does this then become something that we are so afraid to share or uncomfortable to share? Um, when you find something, you tell someone about it. When you find an amazing restaurant, you tell other people to go eat there too, because I don't want them to shut down, <laughs> you know? And so it's the same sort of thing. We've come to a place where, you know, we have found our people, we found our community, we found our fam, and we want it to grow. And we know that it can only, it can be bigger, it can be better, it can be um, even more than what we would have imagined when walking in. So sharing our story is going to be a big, you know, uh, it's going to reflect that a, a lot. Like what you expected coming in, you know, is very, very different. What you get six months later, two years later, seven years later. So um, I am for one super excited to hear everyone's story today. So again, if you're on Facebook and you want to hear more, join us in the Zoom room. We are here and ready to chat with you. Yes. And one more thing that I just wanted to mention um, when we were coming together and trying to think about all this stuff, it's like, so first of all, as makeup artists, we already know Alcone and we already trust the Alcone brand. Um, and there are women, you guys, there are women in this company teams that are killing it like 20,000 30,000 million dollar can I say million dollar months Melissa is that that's right right yeah, that is right and I'm Pretty like much. and they're not makeup artists so no shade to them congratulations I'm so excited but 
makeup artist where are you like this is our stuff this is our product this is stuff we have in our kids the opportunity is there and if there are women and men out there who are doing it and they aren't even professionally trained in this like come on come on right so that was my whole story that's like the segue into my story (laughs) let's do it bethany girl b tell him you're up let's hear your story oh all right all right all right let's start let's start so this Lime Life journey has been very interesting because uh, we say on the surface that I came because I, I saw this wonderful light and I was like, I have to have this light. And uh, Kathy Aragon, I've been friends with her for a long time. And I've, like I said before, I've been in the industry for 14, almost 15 years. And so I've been with the makeup show. I've been around Alcone for a long time. So I've known about Lime Life and what it does and what it was here for. At least I thought I did. And so it was nothing, it was never any, um, I thought about it, but not seriously. It was like, it wasn't anything that I knocked for anyone else, but I was like, oh, I'm going to buy something. I'm going to buy it from my friend. So I'm thinking about buying this mirror from Kat. And I was like, wait, if I like this mirror this much, a whole bunch of other people would love it too. They would buy it from me. So then I'm like, oh, well, I, now I got to sell this so I can buy it. I, I think it became first. I was like, I want the discount for myself. Then it became a, oh, and all of this process happened like maybe within a couple hours. I was like, I'm going to buy it for myself. Then I'm going to get the discount for myself. Then I was like, oh, then people are going to buy it for me and I'm going to sell this mirror. So it started with just that. But the more I became connected with the program and learning more and just listening to Kat, how she grew from the person I knew few years ago that could barely speak in front of 10 people to now be able to give the most empowering speeches and, and, and talks and education in front of thousands of folks. And to know that the root of that came from just being connected to this um, particular brand, to these, this group of women, these group, this group of, of people, I was like, mm, I feel like I'm missing something. There's something else that I need to know about this. And I told Kat for a long time that I've had friends that have tried to get me into network marketing forever because they knew that I'd already had the, the skill set. I was already doing all of these things that are involved in network marketing because that's how I made connections in makeup. How did I, I'm on MySpace. I started doing makeup. I'm researching and I guess I'm dating myself with the MySpace, but I'm on MySpace, I'm on Facebook. I'm saying, hey, to people, I'm like, oh, I love your work, whatever, you know, you just, these are natural things that you just knew that you had to do to um, make yourself known, to be present in the industry, let people know what you were doing. And so moving, fast forwarding to to me moving to New York, I had already made all these connections with people through MySpace, through the events that I'd gone to, through... um, other connections and classes that I've gone to. So by the time I moved to New York, I had already had a network of people. I already had connections. People already knew who I was. So it's the same with with um, with Limelight. Like I was already making all of these connections or with any type of uh, network marketing. They were like, you already do those things. And I never connected the two. I never really thought of it in that space. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, are, I actually kept saying, oh, I'm not a seller. I'm not a seller. And if you take the sell word out of it, that is that is all it is. I'm just talking about the things that I love, talking about what I do, um, sharing the experiences I have. 
And so if you change sell to share, it's a whole totally different space. It makes you connect within a whole different, totally different space, right? I'm, um, yes. Sorry. I'm like, yes. I had myself <laughs> on me. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, I so feel like true. that was the biggest thing. Like once I realized that it's not about, um, it's not really selling. I'm not, I, I just talk about the experiences I've had or talk about the meetings we have or the things we talk about or um, a lot of the things that uh, classes that we've had have applied to my personal life and to my business life. And so I'm, I'm learning the whole balance. Again, I talked about that a little bit as a balancing um, my, my work, makeup work with uh, Lime Life work. That has been a, a slight challenge because I'm really considered myself not the biggest, the best multitasker anyway. But again, uh, all I'm doing is talking about the product. I, t- I had a conversation with somebody the other day and she was like, oh, what do you use? What do I need? What, what should I buy? Send me the link. And I was like, wait, is it that easy? Like, <laughs> I still, su- it still surprises me when all I say is I mention something and they're like, well, send me the link. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should send that link, right? Like <laughs> she went ahead and bought like two or $300 worth of stuff. And I was like, I really need to talk about this even more because there's, again, so many things, so many places and opportunity you're not selling. It's just talking about something that you love and people like to, they like the idea that a professional is sharing their secrets or sharing the things that they have or sharing their knowledge. Even if it's not a professional, they like the idea that a friend is sharing something or someone that they trust. And I think that's what we, what we have is we not only have the trust of ourselves, but we have a trusted brand that we're sharing with them, trusted uh, product. Yep. 100%. And I love your perspective, Bethany, with this as well, because, and, and you can rock with me on this if you want, but like, I feel like as makeup artists, we're already, like you said, Sharon, we're already talking about these things. So it, it goes hand in hand. That's exactly what you said. And even those that are on TV and film, can you talk just a little bit about how this has kind of changed that for you, like being a part of this? Absolutely. Um, so of course, when I decided to join we were in the middle of uh quarantine still still trying to figure out what was the next steps and I had actually started another business and was working on that and there were a lot of things that uh, related to both businesses so I thought it was a smart move because even though my other business is not a beauty business the business is business the structure of how to work a business and how to sell things or how to make connections online whatever whatever is, is all the same. So I was like, oh, this is smart. This will help me do both. So now that TV and film is back up and we're back into production, I was like, how do I manage both? I mean, I could kind of figure out how to manage it in a, a, a different type of world where it was a bridal or personal um, appointments or one-on-ones. That made sense to me. But in TV and film, I was like, I still don't see it. Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't know how I'm going to connect those two. It has actually come, again, quite natural where it's just something that I use, the products I use them in my kit. Somebody is asking me, what do you use on your face? Or what are your suggestions? What do you have? And a lot of times I don't say the whole, oh, you can go to my link and look at it. I'll just show them what I have at the counter. I was like, this is what I have. This is what I use. And they'll feel it. They'll smell it. They're like, oh, this is great. Where do I get this from? And so you just have to be mindful in those spaces. Where do I get it from? 
I'm like, hey, I, you start to explain the situation because I don't ever want to get in the space of where I'm trying to push someone or to to make them buy anything. And I was like, look, I'm not trying to sell you anything, but I'm affiliated with this company. And I said, so if you really want to buy it, then I, I can either I can get it for you or I can give you my link and you can make the purchase. And so that's what's kind of happened a couple of times, just randomly. It's also, again, I'm filling my kit. I'm buying the stuff anyway. You got to buy, you have to have moisturizer in your kit. You have to have um, mattifiers and uh, setting sprays and eyeshadows, powders, whatever. You have to have those things in your kit anyway. So I'm stocking my kit with the things that I'm buying. So you're kind of making commission off of your own purchases in a way, or you're making discounts on your purchases. So it it really kind of ends up working out and balancing out in such the, the weirdest and strangest ways. I, there also have been conversations with um, people that are on staff. They're just like, everyone has questions. They're like, hey, my skin's been breaking out. What do you think I should use? And I'm like, ah, I know something perfect. And so now I keep samples at the, at the, um, at my desk. So if somebody asks me a question, I'm like, hey, try this, see if this works. I love so, it. Yeah. I love, and thank you for your transparency, Bethany. I know that's, it's so great to hear that because that's a totally different perspective. And yeah. I feel like, like you said, you didn't see how the two were going to go hand in hand mm -hmm. and then boom, they did. They so. did without you even thinking about it. Cause I was like, again, I was still on that selling that that sell word really catches me and I don't ever want to come off salesy or pushy or like I'm trying to get you to buy anything from me so I was like well how do you how does this become part of and it is because it's part of who you are and what you like and what you like I would sell some I don't know some origins concealer I mean um uh face wash whenever they ask me like what kind of cleanser do I need and I'm like oh I use this thing from origins so now they're going to the store and they're buying it from them so I was like, what's the difference is if they've asked me, like, what am I using? I'm like, I use the Slime Life thing. And they're like, oh, and I have it sitting there. And they're like, let me try it. And I'm like, go right ahead. Play with all the things. They're all here for you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. So Facebook, we're actually going to be saying goodbye to you now. Oh, we're uh, we're going to be hopping off and coming on if you want to come join us come on in the link is below in the comment section you can join our zoom but we're going to continue the stories on zoom now all right bye facebook bye facebook <laughs> hopefully they come and join us on yes our... i hope so um but thank but you so I... much bethany that was such a great perspective yeah yeah and i forgot to talk about how um the whole professional thing. That was the other thing too. I was, that was the stigma. It's like, oh, I'm a professional artist. Like I can't sell Lime Life because I'm a, a real makeup artist. I was like, I feel like that somehow, I don't know how the separation, where that separation came from, but it was something that happened naturally. And I just, I was like, oh, I, I can't sell. <laughs> I can't sell Lime Life. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a teacher. I'm a whatever. I, you know, you just put yourself in a whole different space, and then you're not. You're really you're you're missing out on such a great opportunity. I'd been in here one month, and I was like, "What are these makeup artists doing? Like, how come nobody else knows about this? I've only been in for a month, and I'm like, I've got all these light bulbs, and I was like, wait, I can't be the only one. No one else has thought about this." Right. No one else knows that you can fill your entire kit with stuff that you bought yourself and you make your own commission off your own. Huh? How do they not know this? So, exactly. yeah.
this is I'm excited that we are we've come together to be able to try to share uh, that aspect as well. That is, there is no stigma as far as network marketing. There also is no stigma as far as whether you're a professional, where where what level of professionalism you are in your 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 beauty industry, like where you are. It doesn't matter. You can be 25 years in, 50 years in. You could have the most celebrity clients or you could just be starting yesterday and still this would still fit in your life yeah charlene i would love to move on to you only because i'm excited to hear charlene yeah you've been here since the beginning um so i would love to hear your story and what brought you to lime life yeah um well there's actually two factors i would say First factor was I got into makeup because I needed a creative outlet. I was in education for so long and I have a, a beauty background in terms of my sisters and our uh, makeup, a hair, she's a beautician and I've always grown, grown up in that space. So I've always done makeup, you know, in college and whatever. And I just said, you know what, it's time to do it professionally. So in my heart of hearts, I was looking to freelance, right? Like get a professional, become a professional freelance and that's what got me into makeup. So I started going to the makeup shows and I would always see an alcone booth and I would buy my like little supplies and things. And even in school, alcone was always mentioned as like, go get your stuff there, go get your supplies. And then I got my hands on a catalog and I was like, oh, this is like the Macy's of makeup. Got it. Buy your prosthetic wig to your blood to your whatever you need. And I was like, this is great. So I started just going to their booths because I was gravitated to, you know, supplies as a new, you know, makeup artist and you're building your foundation and kid and you, but you know, you get it little by little. So I was attracted to that. And then actually one of the founding beauty guides, Mary Kay Kemper, she was like running a booth there and she was just like, you come in. <laughs> and it was just the way that she talked to me about like, this is brand new. This is a new thing that we're doing. It's by Alcone. And at first in my mind, I thought Mary Kay, like in my head, I was like, you know, Mary Kay throwback, you know, but then I was like, well, Mary Kay was popping when I was a kid. Like I remember those beauty shows and I remember women talking about makeup and getting into makeup because of Mary Kay. So I kind of just was like, let me remember all the good things and not like what I've heard or whatever. And then it was her words of encouragement and seeing something bigger than in me than myself and saying those words to me as a new artist. And it didn't come off as like disingenuous or anything. It was just like, you're a new artist. Like, this is a new thing. Let's ride this wave together. And I was like, okay. And then the second thing for me that also persisted me to do it was I hated doing bridal makeup and you spend four months with this person and then they disappear. I did not like that because for me, it's about relationships. It's about people. You are cultivating this relationship between four to six months because brides will reach out ahead of time. You're emailing, you're knowing the list of the bridesmaids, you're doing all this communication and for them to feel comfortable, you're doing trials, you're doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden that person just disappears from your life. And I was like, wait a second, how can I continue 
this relationship with this person on an ongoing basis. So it literally was like a light bulb in my head. I was like, put two and two together. They got to get stuff. You got to recommend stuff to them. Like maybe you can get all the bridesmaids lip glosses at the time. It was Alcone at home. There was no skincare. It was just makeup. So in my head, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get everybody lip glosses. You know, they'll be able to get it from me. So I was like, how can I continue to build these relationships with people? Because as a freelance artist, that's how you make your money is by connecting and networking. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want this to stop. So once I put two and two together, that's when I was like, all right, we're going to do this. I went down to a show that they had and I was still on the fence, you know, because at the time it was a $700 investment. So can you imagine I'm a brand new baby artist out here freelancing and I got to spend $700. And I was like, wait, I could just keep going to the makeup show, buy frivolous things or fill up my kit and have something to have something to start with. And that's what ended up happening. So I started, I had all these shades and it, I would say three products for myself as a woman of color, that was also important to me, but there were three shades there that just knocked my socks off. It was a purple lip gloss, Joy. It was Alive the Blush, this red, red blush. And it was my foundation in my skin. So I was like, this is made for black people. This is three black lady products. And I was like, sign me up. You got three products in here for black ladies, sign me up. So I literally was like, great, this is amazing. Um, and that's kind of like what fueled my fire. But Bethany, it took me actually a long time to like get into the mindset of putting myself out there. It took almost a year and a half. So I bought everything, doing the things, using it, testing it out, trying it on my friends and family, but I could not get the words like out of my mouth to be like, you want some lip gloss? Like it was just like not coming out of my mouth. And it took actually, and one of the reasons why I stay, it's been almost seven years in May. It is the professional development and personal development that I have gotten over the years that keeps me here. I meet you guys, I meet other women, I meet makeup artists. And they continue to fill up my cup in a way that is grounding. It's like, you can do this. You have to get out of your own way. You have to do X, Y, Z. And the more I learned that entrepreneurship and not line life, entrepreneurship is about putting yourself out there and grounding yourself. I was like, oh, this is what they've been trying to teach. It is entrepreneurship stuff. This is not no products stuff this is about you putting yourself out there because if I was selling food it would be the same steps so and that's what I I it started to click for me and then when I realized what it was and I'm sorry I'm going on but when I realized what it was teaching didn't look that good anymore I realized I was burnt out I realized I was giving pouring myself into this profession in this field that wasn't giving back to me where I was getting so much more back from my Lime Life community, from doing makeup, making women feel more confident. I was like, wait a second. And that's when for me, doing these professional development, doing these personal developments, I came up with the beauty teacher. And that's when I've been able to put two and two together. I was like, I'm a teacher, I'm an educator. I love people, I love beauty. And really it's not about the makeup and skincare, although 
as a makeup artist, when you're sharing the products, like, I can't do it like you. I said, you know what? Yes, you can. Let me teach you. (laughs) And that's when I started incorporating all these things of like teaching the everyday woman. And what really clicked for me, especially during this pandemic, because, you know, everything changed. You're not in front of people anymore, is how I kept asking the same question in my mind. How do I get women to take up more space? because men take up so much space. Their instincts to be entrepreneurs and that masculine energy that you need to run your business is like prominent. But I was like, how do I make women feel like they can take up more space? How do I make women take their call to action for whatever it is that they wanna do and put some pedal to the metal? And that's what kind of has been fueling me during this pandemic, sharing parts of my personal. So the more I share about myself personally during this time, the more people are attracted to me. And again, that is something I've learned over time, being poured into at Limelight. And that's what keeps me here. I get frustrated like any entrepreneur and you're like, oh, it's not happening fast enough. But I realize it's not about the, the the speed, it's about the consistency. So no matter how far you go, it's about doing it every day. So um, so that's my little spiel. Yes. I didn't want to interrupt. I'm like, oh, I was oh so good. I just I missed was out, man. <laughs> I missed out on all, all of that. Um, I do want to say one thing, Charlene, with that, because you just you touched upon so much. Oh my goodness. Um so my first ever Lime Life Palooza that I went to, which was, please correct me if I'm wrong, Charlene, was it three years ago that you were on the stage or two years yes, ago? Yes, three years ago. Three years ago. So I go and I see Miss Charlene on the stage and I'm like, excuse me, giving a presentation to thousands, thousands of beauty guides not even breaking a sweat. So when you're talking about like consistency and how, what that does for you, that had to be a pinch me moment for you. It was so good. It really was. It was, it was such a pinch me moment that like, I was like, wait, you asking me? And the thing is, I have like, I, I was self-conscious about the fact that I have a small team and I've been here for so long and I am self-conscious about it sometimes. It was like, what you doing, girl? But I have to work at my own pace. And also it made me realize that like, I love teaching. I love my career. I, I was fortunate. I'm fortunate to have two careers. Like, you know what I mean? And that's a beautiful thing. And that that was a moment for me, for sure. Like, one, yes. <laughs> good seeing you. And that's why, honestly, Charlene, that's why I did ask you in the beginning how many are on your team, because you need to be proud of that. That's, mm-hmm. you have solid, seven solid, that's, that's major. And it's going to grow from there, you know? Um, and then also, if you guys are not following Charlene, you need to go follow her. She is on social, she is on Facebook. Is it Instagram too or just Facebook? Instagram too, yeah. Sorry, every day. Every day. Every day. Every damn day. Every day. He goes up and teaches something or another, or just we, there's a conversation going on. There's something. Her face is on there. I get to see her beautiful face every day on my Facebook feed. So I love it. And every, that takes a lot of guts. I'm going to put my handle in the, the comments. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> Let's do it. Sounds good. All right. Miss Kiera, can we move on to you? Are you ready to share your yes. story? Okay, perfect. Yes, I Let's am. Yes, I am. So I was actually excited. I was hoping, I was like, Angelique, pick me, pick me, pick me. Because Charlene, I identify so much with what you said. So like you, like you said, I've been here for a while and I was just doing it on and off. 
or whatnot. And at the time, it was just like, oh, you know, I could, I could do this. I can learn a little bit, whatever. But prior to learning anything about Lime Life, I wanted to be a Mac girl. I was like, I want to work at Mac. I need to be there. And it never happened for me. And I was so devastated. But it's fine. It's fine because I've gotten so much education now then I probably would have never gotten that Mac anyway. So anyway, um, let's see, about 10, 10 or so years ago, I graduated um, and I was doing some freelance work and stuff. And I realized that me going into this mental health program and working with women that, oh my gosh, this is a moment because we're healing from the inside out. You know, when you do a face and they look at the mirror and they're just like, I didn't know I could look this good. You know, it was a moment for me because I'm like, if I'm doing this from a psychological standpoint with people, I could probably do both. And so it's been a journey and I never really talked about it because I was always scared to say that I was a makeup artist because I didn't have any type of formal training. I didn't feel like my work was as good as everyone else's. And then Instagram came along and then you've seen all of this this heavy makeup it didn't I didn't realize that there was filters and all this other stuff involved I was like my makeup never looks like that I'm not a makeup artist I'm trash I'm this and that but I started learning about finding your ideal client um and then everything really clicked for me when I started my private practice so I've been in private practice for two yeah two years going on three in June wow that's kind of crazy to say now. <laughs> um, so, and now I've started talking about it more. And so as I'm talking to my clients, they're like, you got to do my face. You got to do my face. And I'm like, we'll get there, but let's work on what really got you into my office at this point. And so again, with Lime Life, I was terrified of putting myself out there. Um, you know, they started talking about lives and, you know, posting all this stuff. And at the time, you know, I think it was some other, you know, multi-level marketing stuff and you saw it all the time and I was like I can't do that I cannot be that girl I just can't I can't so I just left everything and then even when I was doing live shows I was terrified I was almost having a panic panic attack trying to tell people to you know oh it's on this page or I kind of like this lip gloss like I, the confidence was not there and so now, again, going into private practice and having to do everything yourself and talk to many people um, and get rejected from time to time, it's like, okay, and I'm still alive? Oh, okay. Well, maybe I can do this. <laughs> so um, anyway, I, I started, even though I, I just kind of restarted again, because um, before I was just like, yeah. I'm not going to get rid of this because I knew the products were good. And I knew that once I got to a point of being stable with where I saw the vision in my head, I was like, I'm going to bring Lime Life into this. So, you know, I had been approached by some other people and they're like, oh, you know, are you still doing that? Oh, you should come be with us. And I'm like, no, I'm not letting Lime Life go. Even though I'm not active and I haven't sold anything in a while, I'm not letting this go because I know the products are really good. Um, and so now where I'm at is just kind of, relaunching everything I don't I have no one on my team <laughs> you know but it's coming you know by the end of the year that's my goal to at least have um to at least be lead beauty guide and and go from there um another motivating factor is you know I got student loans I went to school for seven years and I got student loans and I was looking for that quick money 
was like, oh yeah, I can do some faces. Like in my head, everything worked out really good. But getting to that point, it just didn't work out the way that I saw it working out. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, maybe this isn't going to work. But now I'm to the point of, well, why can't it be me? You know, why do I have to be okay with having student loans or jokingly saying like, oh, they're going to die with me. And it's like, but I don't really want that. So how can I start to change my future? And especially now that I have kids, I'm like, yeah, I don't, mm -mm, I don't want this hanging over my head. So at this point, I'm just slowly growing, slowly learning, and I'm going to be a rock star. Okay. <laughs> Yes, you are. <laughs> That's pretty much my story. <laughs> uh, I, I've never heard your story, Kara. So I really enjoyed listening. And you touched upon so many different things as well. So I just want to take a moment and kind of like talk about it, a couple of things before we get to you, Melissa, if that's okay. So Kira, I know you mentioned that you started and then you stopped. So how was that for you? Like how long did you do it for? And then, and then how long did you stop for, if you don't mind? Because I know a lot of people feel this and I want them to hear it. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I probably I, I did shows and stuff for like the first maybe year and a half. And then, you know, my family would come to me like, hey, are you still doing this? Yeah, I'm still I'm still doing it. Um, and so then that kind of died off and stuff, too. And my mom was like, oh, when I recently came out, she's like, I didn't know you were still doing it. Like, yeah, I, I still am. So I did it for about two years and I think maybe in 20s. Mm, yeah, it must have been 2016 because I was pregnant at the time and I was doing nothing. Um, I was trying to work on getting my full license mm -hmm. um, for clinical practice and things at that time. So I was just like, yeah, I don't really have the time for for this right now. But knowing in the back of my mind that I was eventually going to pick it up again. So um, it's been almost four years and now I'm back at it and going harder now because mm -hmm. I understand what um, Charlene said, the mindset, the consistency, the entrepreneurship, all of those things are, are um, what's important. And especially what Bethany said too, once you take selling out of the equation and you're sharing, like the world is yours. I it's mean- It's another level. <laughs> it's a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. And I, you actually segued right into what I was gonna talk to you about again on, on this aspect is the entrepreneurial part. So I feel like all of you actually mentioned so far that Lime Life serves a role in your own kind of businesses as well. And that's something that we try to discuss a lot within the fam. Like it's not just Lime Life. It's not just about that. And even for me with Breakups Makeup, it has taught me so much about my own brand, Breakups to Makeup, which is crazy. I didn't think that I was going to get that coming into this, but it's helped, I feel like, all of us grow as people and also professionally. So thank you. Thank you for sharing, Kara. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to share. Of course. Can, I add, can I add something really of quick? Of course. No, I was going to say the other part, the next level, I feel like now that I'm, I feel like I'm getting to the next level is vulnerability. I think we have to be vulnerable enough to share our personal stories, our personal journeys through entrepreneurship, through womanhood, through blackness, through Latina. Like our stories are really important right now in terms of, cause people are so trapped in their houses and like feeling like they are the only ones going through it. And I, the more I open up about like being a bum one day and then being glamorous the next day, people can resonate with your story. So taking it to the next level of like sharing and then vulnerability sharing 
I think also plays a big part. Uh, you just gave me chills, Charlene. I'm right there with you. It is, it's, you're a hundred percent right. It was like, the first thing for me was like authenticity, like being authentic and showing my brand and showing myself in that way. But vulnerability, I came, vulnerability is a whole nother level. It really is. So you are 1000% correct. So all of us, let's all do it. And let's see what happens. (laughs) Seriously. Well, you know, that was my major struggle in the beginning is I was like, I don't want to be vulnerable online, please. I was like, we can, we can do that with the girls group where we're talking, but you want me to go on, on social media and be vulnerable? No, you're not doing that. But that's from the, my military background. That's from all the other things. It's just kind of taught me to, that, that those are the things that you're supposed to keep at home, even black, uh, you know, black families. Like you didn't talk about any of your stuff out in the street. Everything was at home. You kept all your business at home. So now being able to be that vulnerable and share those stories, the struggles to talk about the bad things and to not always have something nice to say. I think that was another thing that we were taught. We were always taught like, you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So all those things kind of follow you throughout your life so when you get into places like this you you hold it you hold it so tight and so it's kind of now being able to to share and open and and share with other people that are also being open you're like oh it's not such a bad thing is it it actually one it helps me feel better but also it's helping someone else because they feel like they're not alone yeah sorry melissa it's your turn <laughs> that was beautiful and that's what this is all about though bethany so you kind of tied it up in a nice ribbon because that's what we're that's why we're doing what we're doing here so absolutely Melissa. yes it's my turn it's Hi. your turn oh what do i even say it's been so lovely hearing all of your stories guys i can't even it gives me goosebumps. It gives me goosebumps. And it just makes me so happy to be in this space and to share space with all of you because you guys are all magic in your own special way. Um, so yeah, so I am here today. Uh, Star Beauty Guide. Um, it's a thing. It's a thing that happened one time. <laughs> so I sort of already started my story a little bit. I decided in 2019 to do this thing. But the story always really starts before that. So I also have sort of almost a mixture of Charlene and Kiera's story. Um, I was a college and career counselor at a high school um, and had, you know, wanted to go into school guidance counseling. Um, and even started my master's on two separate occasions <laughs> and then was like, I don't like school. That's not fun. I don't want to do that anymore. Um, so it wasn't until my husband joined the military that I even considered makeup artistry as a, as a viable career option. He took a big left turn and decided he wanted to join the Marine Corps. And so then I took that as an opportunity to be like, all right, if you get to go follow a dream, and we get in this nice BAH coming in, and I, I don't have to work per se, let's all just, let's all follow our dreams and just make it happen. Um, so we land here in Maryland after a few moves um, with the military, and I really, I get an opportunity to uh, to really dig in. No kids yet, nothing like that. Um, 
we land here and a few months later I find out that I'm having a baby um, it's an exciting time of course our first kid we didn't know what we were doing and a few months a few weeks after that I go in for an ultrasound and we find out that baby's not doing too good uh, that things aren't looking so well things aren't reading right so on and so forth um, long story short we ended up having a stillbirth at 20 weeks and that took me and my makeup artistry career sort of backwards halt stop the presses um, and since that point my career was two steps forward two steps back I'd get a little traction under my feet and then I'd have to stop and then we got pregnant again and then I stopped you know start stop start stop um, I was in a relationship with another makeup artist um, sort of as a protege she was mentoring me and after about a year together they said mm, you just don't have the entrepreneurial spirit you know so that seed was then planted way back here um, so since that point I have always thought that I just don't have what I what it takes to be a, a the the captain of the team you know I am I am an awesome like lieutenant but I'm not ready to be a general I'll, I'm an amazing assistant oh my gosh the best assistant you'll ever have I love being the number two um, but just don't put me in front <laughs> I know Charlene I hear you I hear you um, I don't I'm not meant to be in the spotlight I'm I'll just I'll just be in the background pumping whoever it is up so the fact that we are now at this point and I have these amazing women that I get to share the space with is like taking all of those thoughts those feelings those things those ideas that I had about myself and literally lighten them up lighten them up and I've had to show up in a whole different way that I never thought was possible and I never saw myself in. And I'm trying not to look at Bethany right now because you gonna make me cry. <laughs> um, in 2018, my mom moves in. Sorry, y'all are getting all the dirty, all the dirty details. Uh, in 2018, my mom moves in. She's 62, she's barely making ends meet, like her house has fallen down around her and she has no there is no 401k, there's no retirement, there's no nothing. You're either working and making money or you're not. So, you know, at the time I have a three-year-old and a year and a half old. So I'm like, mom, move on in. We live in a very tiny town home, but we're going to make it work. And the beauty of that was it gave me space. After so many years of like step forward, step back, step forward, step back. Am I going to be a makeup artist? No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Um, it gave me the space to really dig my heels in being in Maryland so close to New York, you know, uh, and I was able to take classes and I was able to really begin to do a lot of, um, professional development and honing my skill set and figuring out what kind of artist am I? Um, but the biggest thing that, that, that moment with my mom gave to me that, that experience of my mother moving in with us gave me and this is no shade to her is a reminder that you gotta got you gotta get your shit together you gotta make sure that you are taking care of you so that you're not living in your daughter's basement 
when you're 65 or God forbid something happens to your husband or anything like that. You know, I had been floating through life and just kind of living day by day and not really thinking about 60 year old Melissa and what that meant. And by the time I decided to join Lime Life was really the moment where I was like, man, this kit is heavy. And man, I miss seeing my family on the weekends and so on and so forth. What am I doing to make sure that the Melissa down the road is okay? So that was it. That was, that was the big push for me. The culmination of all these little events over the past almost 10 years now has brought me to this point where yes, you can be a leader. Yes, you can make choices that, to help not just your family, but you in the future. So that's basically my Lime Life story. <laughs> uh, I met Kat at um, iArtist with the makeup show that took place in DC that year. And that was that. She went to Guatemala and called me from Guatemala like, hey girl, what you doing? <laughs> I know we chatted and I know you're thinking about it and I'm coming home from Guatemala. Let's have a conversation. And that was that. And so I'm the type of person, I'm a Leo. So I'm the type of person when I did it, once I verbalize something that I'm going to do something, it's already done. It's just a matter of time. So once I, the thought came up and once the words came out of my mouth, I think I'm going to join this Lime Life thing. It was already a done deal. It was just a matter of how far I wanted to push, how far I wanted to go. And I stair-stepped. Those first few months, I didn't do much. Mm -mm. I don't think I got active and did a thing for like the first three months. And then I did what I, what I said I was going to do, right? I wanted to join Lime Life because I love teaching these classes with the women in my community. And I was tired of sending them with a shopping list to Sephora and to Ulta and I'll get you this thing because it's from Alcone and it's a pro store and you can't get that. Um, and it gave me the chance to take them through the process of feeling good, looking good and feeling good from start to finish. And um, I think my first sale was like $400. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. This I can do. Yes, ma'am. And that was all I needed. That was all I needed. From that point moving forward, I would show up to Kat's house once a month. Knock, knock. Here I am. What are you going to teach me today? <laughs> what are we doing? Um, and that's been, that's been the best thing ever. And then, you know, it's one of those things, whether you're a pro makeup artist, whether you're not, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're new to starting a business, all you got to do is take in the information, drink the water directly from the well, and then go tell it to somebody else. You know, the same thing as buying, buying the product. I love my, uh, my cool bomb moisturizer. I love it. Let me tell you about it. I learned it from over here. Now I'm going to tell the person over there. And that's, I mean, that's, it's as simple as that at the end of the day, just sharing what it is that you love. And um, when you're in business, when you're in direct sales, they talk so much about compounding and how things just stack on top of each other and it doubles and then it doubles again and then it doubles again. And to see just even the very glimmer of the beginnings of that compounding taking place with the women who have been able to attract uh, to my team, 
to the customers who I have that are now like trained. They just go on to the website and know how to do all the things themselves and know what they're looking for. You know what I mean? You gotta train them just as you would anybody else. And to see that happening on its own now and just grow and snowball and snowball has been a really, really beautiful thing. Um, and it's happened at my pace. Did I go from zero to 100 in the first four months? No, but that's okay because I'm right where I need to be right now. So that's it. <laughs> so much, Melissa. For oh sure. my God, such a great story. I don't, I mean, it's me yeah. since we've told our story together. I didn't even know half of those things. No, it's different every oh. time. <laughs> I'm over here trying to hold it all back. I was like, we just had this whole conversation about being vulnerable. You about to have me cry on. Oh <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm an open book. I tell everybody anything. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. You're so awesome. Yes. There's a couple things that I want to like touch upon within your story, if that's okay. First, I know Charlene has to go, so I just want to say oh. thank you so so much for joining thank us. Charlene. Being a part of the film. It's I'm such a pleasure, Charlene. Thank you so much. Oh, you're on. I would love to join the group. Uh, I would love to be like a little fly on your team wall. Is that okay? <laughs> Put me in there. Absolutely. Okay, got you, girl. Okay, you great. Open invitation. You come on over. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, awesome. Thank All you, right. ladies. Bye, Charlene. Bye, Charlene. So first of all, Melissa, oh, there's so like that's the second time you're hearing your story. It's a for a couple of parts that I, I a, a couple, a couple. Mm -hmm. I want to punch whoever said that to you I'm about. Gonna that, believe that. I'm gonna believe that. You never like, said that to me. Oh my god. We've come full circle, me and these folks. It's okay. It's all good now, but it was it was hard. <laughs> No, no, it was hard. And I still fight. I still hear that message in the back of my head a lot. Like, of course you and, do. I, and I have to really, I really have to tell it to be quiet and to go, yeah. to go over there. Um, because it sucks those seeds that get, that get planted in you and you don't it's even so know. It's so easy to believe the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to believe the bad stuff. Yes. Or even when someone tells you something and you may be thinking it just a little bit, it ignites mm -hmm. it like yeah. to an extent where it's hard to like think otherwise. So right. first of all, Melissa, I have to, uh, okay. Oh, I, with you, I can't even get my words out. Like <laughs> you are such, such an amazing person and none of us would be where we are right now if it wasn't for you. Like, I hope that you realize that. Honestly, we wouldn't even be like in tune with Lime Life as much as we are. And Kira, I don't want to speak for you either. I know with me and Bethany, we say this stuff, but like, I feel like you, you just are a light and you are an educator and you, uh, I adore you, honestly. So you are a leader and you're going to grow to such an extent with this company. I, I just can't wait to be a part of it with you because it's, it's inevitable and it's going to happen. And you put your all into everything. So the fam wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Not at all. Absolutely. I can't believe anybody would tell you that you're not a leader. Yeah. I mean, you've, the way you've taken over and taken this team mm -hmm. and, and moved us and it, with effortlessly giving us uh, the support we need, the the instructions, the encouragement. I mean, you've always like I absolutely. So let me let me jump in here. I know I'm kind of new <laughs> to this, but you know, when I started, you know, the makeup artist who I was 
following at the time. I really looked up to her, but she wasn't giving me that mentorship that I needed. It was just, oh, you know, you're here. And I was on the team and then there was nothing. So to come into this and Melissa, like just the availability, the encouragement, just everything over Mm -hmm. a short period of time has been so helpful. And I know that if I get stuck anywhere, I can always reach out to you. And the fact that I can reach out to anybody on the team. The first time I was on a team, I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And I felt like everyone was too busy for me. So I would never reach out. And so this is a whole 180 experience at this point. And now I feel like I'm going to be successful in this because yes. of you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I received that. Thank you guys. <laughs> this, oh this is more than I needed. <laughs> um, also with I'm like I'm I'm pretty also <laughs> the story <laughs> just going back a bit. So I love there's one thing that you didn't mention. If it's okay if I bring it up. If not, then oh well, I'm bringing it up. Okay. But I remember when you first started, you said you were gonna give yourself a certain amount of time. And if yeah. you can you talk about that a little? Because I feel like a lot of people go into it thinking that but it's not the right way to set. And I'm, I know now you know better. So if you could just yeah. talk about that just a little bit. Right. So I came in here and I said, I'm giving myself six months. I'm going to give myself six months just to see what this is all about. And if at the end of the day, it doesn't work out, I got some new products in the, in the startup kit and, you know, I liked them good, well enough and that was fine. You know, I've just, and, and at the same time, it was like, let me just make the cost of my starter kit back type of thing. Um, and like I mentioned, I didn't do anything for the first two or three. So that was on me. But as soon as I made the decision to do the thing to, to, I came, I paid the money. I'm going to do the thing that I said I was going to come here to do. As soon as I made that decision, things started happening. And within six months, I started doing makeup bag makeovers. That was like my bread and butter. I'm going to do these classes and they're going to be great. Uh, and within six months, I got asked to be on the panel for, uh, Lime Life University when we were supposed to be at the makeup show Houston. So I remember a point very early on in my career when I first met Bethany at makeup 101, um, (laughs) and I pulled her and James aside, James Vincent, our global educator, uh, I pulled them aside and I was like, I want to teach. I have this like heart for education. I feel like what you guys are doing here right now is kind of what I'm feeling pulled to do. Um, but I don't have your resume. <laughs> like I'm new here. No, don't know. No, don't nobody know me. Um, and so that felt like a block for me for a while. I didn't know how it was going to get from, from there, from here to there, there to here. Um, so had it not been for the insertion of Lime Life into my business, Um, I would, I would still be, you know, some girl trying to make it as a makeup artist, you know, and with a want to teach and with a want to educate with a platform and, and not being able to figure out how to do it. So just by joining, just by clicking join, um, I was given not only a platform, but the business education, the mindset coaching, the, the, all of that, that I needed to help me tighten the screws and level up to this place where I am now, which is now I can say, now I can stand up and say, Hey, 
I've been on the same bill as James Vincent and Danessa Myricks. I've taught to a group of 500 beauty guides on how to do the makeup bag makeover. You know, like that would have never, ever, ever, ever been possible otherwise. I can say that with full, full transparency. Like that. Well, I will say, just to stop you, I will say oh, that <laughs> you would have found, you would have found your space. Right. It would have taken longer. Yeah. Lamo is giving you the fast track. It That's is just right. giving you, yeah, it just gave us, uh, even for me, it's giving me a lot more tools and things that, that I didn't realize that were either there. It kind of shined light on things that I didn't know that I already had. So I feel like that's what it has done. You already had all of those things. You just didn't know it. Right. And now it gave you all of the empowerment, all of the, the connections, all the platform, the places to go, the things to do. So mm. it was there. It was there. I agree. I was I was saying yes to the fact that you were on the same ticket as James and Danessa. Yeah. But I 100% agree with Bethany. Yeah. Where they were, you know, I was at make uh, I was at uh, I artist learning from them in 2018, and then by 2019, I was on the bill with them, which was just yeah. like whoa. Um, so yeah, that's 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 me. That's my story. I was going to say something else, but it went pew and pew. I love your story. Amazing. Thank <laughs> you so much for your vulnerability and for sharing so much. Yes. Yes. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. And this might even be the little period at the end of the sentence. A lot of the times going into direct sales, whatever the direct sales company it is, whatever it is you choose to do, um, success or lack of success typically depends on two things belief in yourself and belief in what in the company in the business what you're doing what you're selling you mm -hmm. have to have both or else it's it's a disconnect so if you can find the belief in yourself and the mindset to be able to say hey i'm doing this thing i'm, I'm good enough i'm smart enough gosh darn it people like me and also <laughs> i like the product yeah you know, I like the product, I like the company, I like the, what the company stands for, the values, the, the people. Um, once you have those two things, then it's just rocket ship from there. And I love that you say that because honestly, I feel like as for makeup artists, the second one, I think it was the second one, the, the brand aspect of it, it's already there because mm -hmm. it's already a brand that we trust and that's in our kit. We've mentioned it multiple times throughout this. Mm -hmm. It's the first one that's actually the hardest. That is like the mm -hmm. first part of it. But by being here, you're going to start to find yourself and your story and your vulnerable and get, I cannot say the word and get more vulnerable, find your authenticity. Yes. And all of that goes hand in hand. So thank you for mentioning that, Melissa. It's so true. No all right, we've been on here for a hot minute. Unless there are any questions, if there are even to each other, if you guys have any questions, please feel free. Otherwise, we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Wait, who's is there anybody still on? Who's still Allegra on? is still on. Oh, Allegra is still on with us. Yay!